0: Alrighty, please be seated. This and if you wish, uh, arm in arm, hand in hand, to the person next to you, I'm going to open us some prayer. Lord God, Creator of the universe, sustainer of life, and one who has given us very rich lives indeed, you've blessed us with. Hairs that are turning gray or falling out, (laughs) skin that's wrinkling, knees that are giving way, but souls that are sweet with maturation Mm -hmm. and a life rich with experience. Mm -hmm. It's because of that that we're speaking to today about helping our hearts Mm -hmm. really have a greater dreams, deeper visions about what you would have us say and do to glorify you, your Son and your King. I pray these words that are shared today will truly honor you and give you the glory. Help us to show our love for you with our very lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome, this is the class entitled Ain't No Stoppin' Us Now. The Caleb Core Orientation. My name is Clayton Walker, and I serve along with my wife Jean as one of the elders of the Roast Church. I am 62 years young. I rewrote my notes on that word. And as the beginning of this year, I transitioned into semi-retirement. What? So I now practice anesthesiology for only 20 weeks, Lord willing, out of the year, if I stick to my budget. As a locum tenens (laughs) physician, much of the impetus for this decision has been my dream to be more available to better serve the needs of God's kingdom. In keeping with that effort, Gene and I would like to share three keys to help you jumpstart your Caleb Core dream. They are, number one. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Number two, be led by example. And number three, be led by love. Ed and Ed Anton will come up after us to provide further logistical details about the Caleb Corps. Lord willing, we'll have provided enough time afterwards uh, to entertain any questions you might have. I like Ed's title. I think it was your choice, right? Yeah. Ain't no stopping us now. But you know, you can only talk about stopping something that is already in motion. All right. Something that has been started. Come on, brother. I believe it is helpful to reflect back on how our movement began. Please turn with me to Acts chapter 2. I'll begin reading in verse 1. they asked one another, "Well, what does this mean? Some, however, I would have been in that group, made fun of them and said, "Bah, they've had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd, fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning or a little after ten. will prophesy so I ask you what ignited our movement wasn't it God's Holy Spirit so again I say the first key to jumpstart your Caleb core dream is to allow yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit Uh, a great example of being led by God's Spirit in the Old Testament is that of Caleb God, through Moses, promised Caleb an inheritance in the land of promise. Likewise, God has given us, each and every one in this room, many great and precious promises through His same Holy Spirit. Promises that according to the Apostle Peter, now as an old man, stated this way in the opening verses of his second epistle. His divine power has given us everything. Yeah. Everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. I believe Caleb, because he chose to live by faith in the promises of God, was able to participate in one of the most successful campaigns amongst the various tribes of Israel. Let's read about it together in the book of Joshua, chapter 14. I'll begin reading in verse 6. Now the people of Judah approached Joshua Gilgal. And Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God at Kadesh Barnea, about you and me. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my fellow Israelites who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt in fear. I, however... Followed the Lord, my God, wholeheartedly. So that on that day, Moses swore to me, The land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever. Because you have followed the Lord, my God, wholeheartedly. Verse 10. Now then, just as the Lord promised... He has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said to Moses what I just said. While Israel moved about in the wilderness. So here I am, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Now, give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard that the Anakites were there, and their cities were large and fortified, but the Lord helping me, I will drive them out, just as he said. Then Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and gave him Hebron as his inheritance, So Hebron has belonged to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, ever since, because he followed the Lord, the God of Israel, wholeheartedly. And then parenthetically, no small deal, Hebron used to be called Kiriath Arba, after Arba, who was the greatest man among the enemy, the Anakites. Then the land had rest from war. Wow. What an incredible example Caleb has set before us. And that's why we like to name this Corps, the Caleb Corps. My questions for you are, are you still holding on to the promises of God? Like Caleb, is there a hill country waiting for you to conquer? But have you considered what or who just might have inspired Caleb to follow the Lord so heartily? Did it just like, oh, he was born that way. It just happened naturally. Good heritage. How about this? Could Caleb have been so deeply moved by watching old man Moses' personal example Good point. of faithfulness to God. So again, I say the second key to jumpstart your Caleb Core dream is to allow yourself to be led by the example of others. Wow. I'm so inspired by the uh, great examples of faith around me in the Hampton Roads Church. For example... Neil and Cheryl Rondorf. Come on. In their purity ministry efforts all around the ACR. John and his wife Deb Jennings in their upcoming move to Harrisburg to become the JMU campus like mom and pop. Yes. Reggie and Deb James. hope I'm not spilling beans here, bro, but their future plans for an RV ministry. Come on. There you go. So Gene would like to come up. And share some of her thoughts on being led by example
1: Come on. Hey.
2: well there's a great place for the sisters in the Caleb Corps hey. um, but you know God is choosing he can choose us at any age yeah. to do great things and I know that you're here today because you God puts a voice of spirit in your head going what can I do Amen. what great things can I do at this age and i'm inspired by women in the bible but miriam was led by the spirit at the age of 90. you know she's a sister of moses and um, aaron and after they crossed the red sea she picked up that tambourine and she led those women singing songs of praise to god and again at any age you can have a great influence on the women around you or the women that you're going to meet in the future um, as you journey on. So, you know, I think some of the people that have inspired me in in the Hampton Roads Church are um, the women have started, the older, mature, I should say the mature women, have started a Bible talk. It started with an idea to get one woman um, basically around the fellowship more because she wasn't able to go out and it has grown to like over 30 people attending. Mm-hmm. They have just um, inspired the other women of their age and they, they regularly go out and share their faith at the mall. They, um, they each are taking turns. Uh, the, some of the most timid of the women are taking turns, doing lessons and sharing, oh, sharing mm-hmm. with the group. And so they're growing in different ways And and a lot of these women have only been Christians for like one year, maybe two years. They're becoming Christians at an older age, and they want to do something great for God. And so that just inspires me. Other people that have inspired me in my life are, some of you probably know, Archer and Jensi Tolliver. They've gone on to greater places in heaven with God. But at the age of 65, Jensi retired. Archer was 70. And I was in my 30s at that time watching this incredible couple. They sold everything. They went off to Africa to support the churches there with, alongside their son, uh, Mike. And, yep. you know, that, that has stuck with me. Their examples inspire me. But the younger generation is watching us mm-hmm. just like I was watching them. They're watching us now. And as it says in Psalm 71 verse 17 and 18, it talks about how we are meant to proclaim God's mighty Amen. acts to the next generation. Yeah. And, and and I think we have a great uh, purpose among ourselves as women to proclaim God to the younger women yeah. right. and to let them see the mighty acts that are being done in your life. You know, and like Clay said earlier this year, we went off to Pennsylvania and I thought, what can I do here? Um, what what can, difference can I make? But, you know, the Spirit was telling me, mm-hmm. um, you can influence the women by what I've taught you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what? God has taught me so many things by my experiences, the things that I've been through. Uh, and, and so that's what I did. I just spent as much time as I could with various different women, just sharing, just listening, and just encouraging and building up. And whatever there was to do... I was there. I could do it, you know? And so, you know, even if you don't have an idea, what can I do? Think about what God has taught you Amen. and has given you already. He's already trained you. There's so much that He's trained us in already. So um, I just wanted to leave you with a little bit of inspiration. Just pick up your tambourine and let God lead you.
0: Yes. So I have to get back to my notes here. It got touched. Sorry. Anyway, And uh, I'll invite my wife back up
1: <laughs>
0: Now that she shared such great thoughts What we'd like to do is We'd just like to conclude uh, With what I feel is a very Often overlooked But stirring uh, Collection of words About uh, one of the great apostles Apostle Paul You can go ahead and turn over to Romans 16 But our third point is That we'd like to talk about the third key in jump-starting your cable-court dream, being led by love. Amen. This passage from the book of Romans, you go ahead and turn to chapter 16, I think highlights this so, so very well. So Jean and I are going to take turns reading along, starting in verse 1. And uh, she's kind of portraying more of the, the female gender. I'll try and portray more of the male gender. But, but listen to the words carefully. Uh, if, you, if you need to close your eyes even, just, just really try and put yourself there as Jean begins.
2: I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon of the church in Centra. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of his people and to give her any help she may need from you, for she has been the benefactor of many people, including me. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in Christ Jesus. They risked their lives for me. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them. Greet also the church that meets at their house.
0: Greet my dear friend, Appenitus, who was the first convert to Christ in the province of Asia.
2: Greet Mary, who worked very hard for you.
0: Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews who have been in prison with me.
2: They are outstanding
0: among the apostles, and they were in Christ before I was. Greet Ampliatus my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend Sacchus. Greet Apelles, whose fidelity to Christ has stood the test. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet those in the household of Narcissus who are in the Lord.
2: Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, those women who work hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Persis, another woman who has worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me, too.
0: Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Patrobus, Hermas, and the other brothers and sisters with them. Greet Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the Lord's people who are with them.
2: Greet one another with a holy kiss.
0: All the churches of Christ send greetings. Do you see all these terms of endearment the Apostle Paul utilizes in his reference to those impacting his ministry and who have impacted his own life? A very reasonable takeaway from this passage is the power and necessity of kingdom-wide relationships.
1: Mm.
0: Personally, I am so grateful for the four-month locum tenens opportunity God provided for me earlier this year so Gina and I could work side-by-side with our brothers and sisters in the Hershey Pennsylvania Church. It was so encouraging being able to deepen our friendships with the disciples in one of our smaller sister fellowships in the ACR. Mm -hmm. So in conclusion whatever whatever God has put on your heart regarding the Kale Corp please remember be led by the Holy Spirit. Be led by example, and be led by love.
3: Amen. Amen. Awesome. That's great. We, we are not just blessed, but we are stacked in Hampton Roads. Yeah. Yeah. Praise, praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and the, uh, the excitement of Caleb Court really came about from an experience that all of us have had over and over again. Uh, For for me, it's driving to go visit family and the first part of that drive is getting on Route 58 south of here and heading all the way out until you get a park, uh, a speeding ticket rather, in Emporia, Virginia. You know you've reached Emporia when you are $175 poorer. However, along the way, you know, you, you skirt down below Petersburg, Virginia. Where from time to time, we have a bit of a house church, sometimes we don't. Then you drive for yet another hour, and in another half hour, yeah. and you realize there's really nothing right. that, that we've encountered all along the way there. And the idea that Jesus, according to Luke, preached in every town and village. Yeah. And we want Jesus as the body of Christ in every town and village. Okay. We want to be able to see this, this movement come to a place where how much longer are we in this staging area before we explode? Explode into love, explode into effectiveness. And, and I think as all of us, uh, you know, I look across this room, so, some, we've all known each other, right? Even yeah. Y'all, you, you I mean, this is like a reunion of like seven different groups that have, yeah. we all are old, old friends right here, yeah. but I think we're about ready to explode. I even I, I say this often, but I have goosebumps right now even just saying this. Because I think that now that we're all getting to a stage of life where we have a bit of financial independence, uh, even if you're tied down for 20 weeks, but but a bit of financial independence, that that means that there's really no friction from going anywhere, doing anything. And also no friction from being able to reclaim that early enthusiasm that you had coming out of the waters of baptistry. And, and, but I'm reminded by Proverbs 13, verse 12, which says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Caleb Corp, for the most part, is a chance to have a desire fulfilled. Amen. Amen. This is not your own personal ambition desire. This is God's desire that he implanted in your very soul when you were reborn of water and spirits. That very desire that, that really had maybe different things that came in, including your 3.2 kids and the, the, the different uh, pressures of life that, that required it to be deferred, but, but not in any way destroyed. Uh, and now, now is the time to, to, to have that spirit of a Caleb or a Joshua. Uh, It was said to be a different spirit. Sounds like a euphemism for they were a little bit wacky, maybe. And and you know what? Make your kids think that you've lost your cotton pick in mind. (laughs) Scare people in your fellowship with your decision to, you know what? Now is my time. Now is this time. And and what is it for? It it is to be able to serve Jesus, unshackled, uh, and and ready to run after it. There's different moving parts to it. I'm going to talk about some of those logistics in in just a moment. Let me let me actually invite Deb up to to, to kind of share a bit of this this sentiment from a women's standpoint.
4: Yeah, it's um, in the Hampton Roads Church. You know, we've been known as a church that you know we can raise up leaders and we'll send them out. And when I think of that, I think of, oh, that's our youth, of course. And then when Ed starts talking to me about our mature people, I'm like, no, don't take them too. <laughs> <laughs> so I know in my fear, sometimes I would be like, no, I want to hold on. But just to see, it's been so inspiring just to see what God is doing. Um, to seeing people like the walkers and being able to go and, and strengthen this, this younger church. And Hershey uh, deciding to get, and pe- like the, the Rondors and how... In their retirement, they'll be able to help so many churches in a dire need. Uh, The Jennings, I just told them, they said, well, you know, we have our move date. And I'm like, I'm really happy. (laughs) I'm really happy. It's good. But it is so good because we really need... Uh, Harrisonburg has one mature couple there and they've got these campus students. I mean that doesn't, we just need more to make that church there and they they saw the need said we can do it, Uh, this works out for us and they're going and and so much so much more. I'm just hearing about Reg and Deb now I'm like oh that was new tell me about that (laughs) I'm like oh no (laughs) not you too but it's so great I know as women sometimes we can like want to hold on Uh, the Woodhams oh my goodness the Woodhams I'm so inspired by them new elders uh, relatively new in our fellowship they became empty nesters most time as we get older like hey now's my time I've worked hard you know I want to enjoy the grandkids right now or get off I'm empty nesters enjoy my husband and kids and But they decided instead of just resting where they were at, we're going to go and move ourselves to a different region that doesn't have elders. Um, And they've been such givers in the peninsula region of our church Um, in their older age. I thought, wow, this is not how women, this is how we naturally think. Uh, but to be able to think ahead. And it just keeps those dreams growing and and giving. And this is the way we all want to leave. And we got to just get, I know for me, just get myself out of the way, not given to fear and to my desire for comfort and just have these big dreams for God.
3: So as we get down to the nuts and bolts of it, um, a lot of what what comes from this is uh, kind of that old Chinese proverb, you know, when's the When's the best day to plant a tree? Ten years ago. When's the second best day? Now. Uh, and amen. And so now we now we do so. Uh, and and I think as as you prepare and aspire towards some sort of increased capacity for service for Jesus, there there, there are two phenomena that I would I would really encourage you to really embrace scripturally. Uh, one of them is found in John ten as Jesus describes what it is to be a good shepherd. And the the bottom line that I find between being a good shepherd and a hired hand that Jesus lays out there is that the good shepherd owns the sheep. That's right. Right. An ownership mentality. We get that this is Jesus's ownership mentality, but a good shepherd rather than a, a Ezekiel 34 shepherd, a good shepherd is not a hired hand who in any way is having a renter's mentality. Uh, And wherever your ministry is right now, and even though you may be launched from that through all of what we're talking about now, that launch will only be effective if where you're at right now, you have an ownership mentality that you will lay down your life for my brothers and sisters all about me. There is a massive difference between the owner of a subway and a manager of a subway. And when you flip that, even the best manager of a subway, it's massive mindset difference when you flip that switch from manager to owner. When a big bus shows up and you're an owner, you're like, yes. When a big bus shows up and you're a manager, you're like, oh, stink. (laughs) If business is down and and you're a manager, you're like, well, well, we got time for leaning, we got time for cleaning, right? And maybe, maybe you make things cleaner. Not if you're an owner. If you're an owner, we got to cross promote. What else do we need to do? Maybe if I kind of you know, contact some of the other businesses, we got to go to stoke this thing. We got to get more volume, give more traffic through the store, average checkup, right? That, that's the owner you know, kind of running up, but that that will happen. But you have to pray every day that you flip the switch from hired hand to good shepherd, from manager to owner. And when you do, be astounded at just what starts to come your way of how you can make where you're at so much more glorious a portion of the body of Christ than, than it already is. The, the, the second uh, great mentality is the parable of the minas or the parable of the bags of gold, or we used to call the talents. Uh, it's, it works better, by the way, by calling it the parable of the bags of gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, because according to, and that's Matthew 25, that according to your ability, you've been given some sort of responsibility, and and you've been given plenty of responsibilities. Every week, I review some of the responsibilities that God has given me. Number one is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He has charged me. He has entrusted me with His Spirit, and and so with all of us. What am I going to do with that? Am I just going to kind of bury it in the ground, uh, or am I going to take this beautiful entrust, entrusted charge that has been given to me and, and see it flourish for, for God? He's, he's given me a family. He's given me some ministry responsibilities. Uh, every, every week I want to think, how is it that I can be proactive and expansive, proactive and expansive, to take what small or large responsibility has been given to me, and to always think about how this is going to be made more glorious for Christ. I think those two mindsets are, are super helpful as you even think about some of these developmental things that we're gonna talk about in a moment. But the, the third is just pure, pure just good prudence. And, and that is to have a financial plan. Amen. Uh, everyone who is in our Caleb Corps, to some degree or another, has has really run after a financial plan. We've got 37 folks right now uh, that are in a kind of developmental stage for Caleb Core in Hampton Roads. Uh, and again, they, they have, have begun that with a financial plan. And so that you know, five years from now, seven years from now, three years from now, whatever it would be, at what percentage of financial independence will you find yourself? Uh, because that, that might be actually really helpful to be able to know. Uh, and at what point is it that you feel like you can then be untethered uh, from having to, to perhaps even be where you're at and be redeployed anywhere that is going to make a, a more optimal allocation of Jesus' resources? Amen. You being one of those things. So what, once kind of that that is you know begun, then what we we uh, do is we kind of ask everybody to start looking at the next few years, but just begin a quarter at a time, right? A season at a time, three months at a time. Uh, And every three months, just look at three main areas plus this good shepherding idea. The three main areas are, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to learn? Because a little neuroplasticity wouldn't hurt anybody at any age. All right, so what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to learn? Uh, and B is you know, character, character development. Where, where, where you want to head with, with all of that. Uh, and and that, that may not just be what is my weakness of character and, and how do I kind of shore that up. Uh, it may in fact be that you've got a strength of character and how do you actually fan that into full flame? Because my goodness, when, when that is perhaps has some gasoline poured on it, it's going to have a much bigger effect than maybe you trying yet again uh, to be able to you know, keep the kitchen uh, sink a little clearer than it, than it used to be, right? Maybe, maybe you've been trying after that for quite a long time, but if you took the same amount of energy and put it against your, your natural enthusiasm or your, your, your natural uh, capacity for mercy, oh my goodness, what would happen if you actually worked on, on a strength yeah. rather than a weakness? So it's not just a weakness uh, tool. Uh, in terms of what to do, that would be things that might actually feed well into your capacity to better serve the kingdom of God. Maybe you just want to get better at the cross study and that you're going to help people understand grace through the cross study. Unlike ever before. Uh, maybe it is that you, you want to be able to share communion in, in a way that really connects people to how momentous the greatest event in the history of the world is. Uh, maybe you'd like to, to, to be able to be a better counselor for those that are in grief. What we've done in this kind of do idea is divided that into three main tracks that people are kind of getting after. Uh, and the three main tracks for Caleb Core that we have are number one, mission team, two, leadership, and three, subject matter expert. Uh, those all can, can blend over, of course, but let me give you some examples of that. So subject matter expert, uh, we've already referenced, uh, Clay has, Neil and Cheryl Rondorf. They decided years ago, by the way, not that many years ago, but just a few years ago as they saw retirement looming and every dynamic that we've just talked about here, they, they've had in view. But, but as they saw it all coming their way, they, they saw that there's going to be a new uh, availability of themselves. They probably read somewhere around 40 books wow. on sexual purity. Am I in the ballpark? Okay, that many books. <laughs> and, uh, but... It, it, his, his bibliography that he's always sharing with me and others is... But, but that didn't come about from nowhere. That came about from them planting a tree now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and now becomes a couple years later. And when you take the trajectory of just keep on keeping on, and instead of that, just ratchet it up that tiny little bit and then extend it out over a quarter, and another quarter, and another quarter, and another quarter, my goodness, where you end up, just a little ways down that path, versus where you would have, with just a kind of flatlining it, is a massive difference, but of course it requires a constancy of purpose, and as Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.15, he said, be diligent in these matters, I'm quoting from this, give yourself wholeheartedly to them, so that everyone may see your progress, diligence wholeheartedness and progress consistency intensity progress and and when you really try to marry those two things together consistency be diligent in these matters intensity give yourself wholeheartedly to them progress is the inexorable result that occurs so anyway so so each quarter uh if if um you're you're you're, you know pursuing subject matter expertise. Maybe you'd like to be a great church historian that does a a circuit ride through our family of churches. You get to some of the smaller churches. You can get to the um, to the new Lehigh Valley planting as well as Bowling Green and encourage them. A lot of us have gone to Akron as of late because we had some sort of subject matter expertise that a church like that would just be thirsting to be able to have. Uh, maybe, maybe you become a great apologist, that you understand the great arguments for the evidence of God and the reliability of the Bible. I don't know what your subject matter expertise is. Maybe it's chemical recovery. My goodness, how deeply do we need that? Yeah. Uh, uh, purity, as, as the Rondors have, have run after, uh, th- there is obviously plenty in that. It could be marriage or parenting. But, but whatever that is, that, that would be what you'd start to then begin to build as you become a better resource, to become a, a serious weapon uh, for Jesus Christ as we wage war, not like the world wages war. So that's the, the subject matter expert track. Uh, the other one, which I, I find to be unbelievably exciting. Uh, is the mission team track. Uh, and as you, you get ready for the, the mission team track, well, there, there are probably different be do's and, and, and learns that are going to go with that as well. Uh, as you, as you might imagine, uh, there's a, you know, kind of a, a, a passion that, that kind of begins to flow when you, you're going after that. Uh, there is a, you know, kind of a, an excitement of evangelism, uh, a desire to be better at discipling because, you know, we're going to all have to each one teach one in, in these smaller groups as, as we head out. Uh, also, a lot of these mission teams are going to end up in the in the smaller towns that aren't the big campus towns. Uh, for, for example, if we plant yet another C town in Ohio, we're 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 running out of the big C's. We yeah. we didn't we thought we were planting Akron, we ended up planting Canton. Uh, you know now we're left with Chillicothe. Uh, and so, you know if if we're going there, you're not going to the university right? You're, you're probably going to be having Bible talks at the Hardys in the morning with other people that, that, that are your age as you, you know, start to be able to kind of gather the crowd. That are good. So there's going to be different models that are going on, but also different skill sets so that you can be effective at being able to plant in a, in a different situation as well, uh, some of which we don't know yet. But if you put it down on your, uh, on your developmental plan, it seems like somehow or another, we're going to figure out a way to get that done. You're going to get input on that. Uh, and, and the learn, It could just simply be that you want to tackle a book of the Bible and and know it so so much better. Uh, Maybe it is that you've never really understood the different theories of atonement or knew that there were multiple theories of atonement uh, with with regard to to Christ. Uh, Perhaps you wanted to be able to kind of understand church history in better ways. Some of that might bleed, of course, over into subject matter expert. All of these things should bleed over into one another. We live a kind of integrated life in Christ, of course. But let me not kind of belabor all of that. Uh, you can just easily go to HamptonRoadsChurch.com slash CalebCore. Mm-hmm. So HamptonRoadsChurch.com slash C-A-L-E-B-C-O-R-P-S. Or if you don't want to do that, you can just go into the app for the conference. Yeah. And, uh, and if you have it, you can just tap the, the ellipsis at, on the bottom right. That's the three little dots, which is kind of the symbol for more. Uh, and, and if you pop that up, it has response card. One of the response cards is that I want to get more information on Caleb Corp. Yeah. I would encourage you that if you're here, do that. Because then we'll all be in a kind of common pool of database and, and communication. Uh, we'll be able to start to knit one another to one another as we you know, kind of grow and, and develop uh, our, our plans and develop our, our dreams and, and to really see all of that really deployed for, for the sake of Jesus. Uh, and, and so right now, every quarter, uh, we, we usually kind of have a, a gathering. We talk about how we've been doing, stay caught with one another. It helps to be reviewed uh, because that review keeps us on track. It keeps the, the trajectory of being right where you want it to be so that before too long, oh my goodness, look at the growth I've had. It came about because I had four little boxes of be, do, learn. Oh, and the fourth box is um, it is to be a, be a good shepherd, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is it you do to, to really shepherd well your group? And just because I filled in four boxes each quarter, suddenly... I'm learning and doing and growing and developing in ways that never would have happened otherwise. And praise God that that it's no longer hope deferred. Now it is desire fulfilled, a godly desire implanted in me as I began my journey. And now I'm going to see it really brought to bear uh, completely. So with that, we've got um, probably a good good 10 minutes um, that we can still have this room and still get out of here uh, and be able to have a little bit of Q&A. Uh, and um, anyway, I, I think for for any of us as, as we're here, uh, throw it our way, and we'll see if we can can uh, provide you some help on that. Uh, yes, the young lady in the second row.
4: Yes, we actually have a purity teaching how to start a purity group, and it says men only, but it's also for women. So if any of you are interested in doing that in your church, please come and join us. Amen.
3: Amen. Uh, yes, in the back. Well, that would be a great subject matter expert, and mental health is exploding right now yeah. as, as a need. I have a very good friend who's a pediatrician, and the other day we were, were um, having fun together, and he said to me, 15 years ago when we, we would play racquetball, 15 years ago when we started playing, I would see one child, Even uh, he goes all the way up until 22-year-olds, I see one person a week. Now I see three a day. Uh, and, and, and yeah, uh, wh- whatever it is that has kind of gripped us all, my goodness, we have to run to catch up to it and, and much less get in front of it. So that would be an amazing subject matter expertise to run after. And, but but these thing, all these gaps that you're starting to realize, well, we can run after it. Yeah. It's, it's not like Neil and Cheryl were, were purity experts and said, well, we've been purity experts all our lives now we've retired. Can we maybe do this? They had no expertise other than sinning like the rest of us uh, and and decided I might as as well run after something because they saw how massive the need was uh, and thought, why don't I become an expert in something that will help? Uh, And now they do. They do a circuit ride along our churches and, and put on workshops and help people develop small groups. Yes, over there. Right. Sure. And, and I hope that maybe four years from now when we have the next ACR conference, we're going to have a big map up here with, you know, Shady Oaks and Willow Grove and, <laughs> and all of the retirement villages that we're able to move into and be able to plant the flag for Jesus. And, right? because I think those are going to be very fruitful ministry plantings. Uh, campus plantings um, <laughs> because you're right I, I I just need to like get this straight for the next eighteen months and then I got an eternity <laughs>
1: <So>.
3: <laughs> Amen uh, any any other questions? Uh, if not well uh, okay, uh, well one more and then and then I'll just encourage you one more time to sign up yeah
0: somebody. Thirty seven people have, in some organized manner, decided to start feeling something with some frequency. So there's more than thirty seven people in the right. Sure. A lot of us here aren't doing maybe something that organized. And it, it, it just again. If
3: That's a great question. So just to give you the, the genesis of our stuff, the Walkers had a, a reception at their home when this was just a seat of an idea, really not, not much many, two years ago, maybe tops, uh, if that. Uh, and and at that, we gave an orientation and we, we handed out developmental plans and, and talked about even sharing about what we hoped that maybe we would do. And, and then just bumping along, just started to, to kind of figure it out. And some that were ahead of us got deployed a bit more, like the Walkers, like the Rondorf's, like the Jameses, uh, But... But, but here's, I think, then quarterly we have a kind of a meeting, and we just kind of catch up on how we're doing uh, on our plans, but here, here's what you can do, is in your own church, i say have something where you get together socially, uh, and, and that, that probably would be a good thing to do maybe even every quarter. Even if there's just four or five of you, I, I think there, there's something really encouraging just to be able to share how you're doing. But if you'd like, we're, we're experimenting right now, and I don't want to like stereotype people that are older preferring paper paper over virtual paper. Oh, yeah. Neil, Neil has his own developmental plans in his hand, if, if you'd like some. Uh, but, but we are experimenting with the idea of what if we did a Google Doc uh, for, for all of these plans? That way you can look not only at your own, but at everybody else's. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, it's not like there's something embarrassing on those plans. There's only inspiring stuff. And maybe it's a chance for you to see. Ah, that's a good idea. I never thought about having that as a do uh, for, for for this quarter coming up. So if you if you would like to, just we'll expand our Google Doc. Yeah. They're infinitely expandable. It's not paper paper. Uh, and and if there are then 120 developmental plans on there, well then amen. That's yeah. that, that's that's really terrific. So. We, we can do that on the Google Doc that's an easy way to at least have a, an electronic community that expands but I would encourage it you in your local church to say here's here's what we're doing with the whole ACR uh, through this and, and maybe we can get together to kind of fortify one another locally so amen that was a really great question to end on please 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 on on the app or you can you can go if, you, if, if the app is I don't know there's no coverage right now by the way I, I I, I can't can't get it to open. It's it's not because we're not young enough to get it to open. Uh, there's 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 not enough, there's not enough um, cellular coverage right now. But but here's what I want to encourage you to do, whether it's on here or not. Please write this down. HamptonRoseChurch.com, and then the slash, because on there there is a form you can fill out that automatically connects you with everybody. All right, and on HamptonRoseChurch.com slash CalebCore. The slash is all these letters together. C-A-L-E-B-C-O-R-P-S. C-A-L-E-B-C-O-R-P-S. Or if you lose all of that, just go to HamptonRoseChurch.com and there's like a little search box. Just search Caleb Core, or just search Caleb, because not many people spell Core correctly most of the time. I've seen big presentations with Caleb Core, spelled many different ways. But if you you connect to us through that, this will not just be, oh, that was nice. We sat through a nice class and and maybe I got a tiny bit of inspired for a moment. No, 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 no. This is how we're going to explode. This is really an amazing resource for Jesus. Let's make sure that it goes well beyond just sitting here right now. Amen. Thank you for coming.